Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. There we go. All right, cool. So we got people coming on in. There we go. We'll get them on in here. It's always lonely at the front end of this, Dale. You hit it. I see only two participants and it's me and you and I get a little scared. And uh, But I, I want to thank all of our, our, our attendees who attend live that make me feel better that like, you know, there is someone who actually likes what we've got to say. And it's always <laughs> nice, nice to see the people come in. We're not just talking to the ether. So thanks, everybody. We have a lot of people that like what we what we do and say um, a lot of my clients actually reach out and they say, hey, where's, uh, you know, Andre Barrett uh, just reached out to me from Florida. Hopefully him and his team are listening. And he was like, hey, how, how can my people get on your thing regularly every single week to cash call? And, uh, you know, it's so funny, Brian, actually, we have people that will inquire about training or, you know, they're in our database or whatever. And my salespeople talk to them they're like, oh, hey, uh, you know, they're like trying to sell them training. And they're like, no, 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 I'm good. We, we, uh, we watch Dale's past, uh, cash call every week. And I'm like, well, I'm flattered. That's, you know, that's great. Uh, maybe you want to actually do some, you know, direct training and practice with us every week. Uh, I don't know if just this is going to be enough sales training for you. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a compliment, right, Brian? Just me and you Huge. listening to two calls a week for a half an hour somehow is enough sales training for these people. Well, and you know, it's interesting, Dale. I think you, you like me, are a lifelong learner. And uh, I just spent five days in Phoenix doing training uh, so I could learn how to be a better coach is really what that what was about. And it's, it's really amazing. I've been a coach for seven years, like how much I learned. And so, and that's not, I think I'm pretty good. You know, I guess I'm kind of biased there, but you know, that's what I want to say to those of you who are listening. First of all, thank you for listening. I appreciate that. And if you ever want to, you know, work with Dale or I, we'll please keep listening. But if it's not us, find somebody to help you because I don't know about you, but to me, coaching has been a shortcut. And here's what I mean by that. For the first, oh God, five, nine, 10 years I was in the business, I didn't have a coach. And I got a coach and I was like, holy crap, there's a whole bunch of stuff that would have been a hell of a lot easier if I had known that. And, uh, and so, and I'm going to dispel this myth. Well, my broker's going to help me. No, they're not. I've got a mentor. No, you're not. And the reason I say that is because those people, they're your competition. I'm sorry that they are. And they're, they're, I'm not saying people won't help you because they will, but they're not going to be as committed to your success as someone who's directly working with you, helping you do that. So there you go. Tiffany wants to sign up. <laughs> that was not the purpose of that, but thank right. you, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany Vincent asked, where do we sign up for coaching and costs? Um, let's do this. Uh, oh, we don't have an admin on here. Brian and I will drop our websites or email address into the chat for anybody that's interested in, in uh, talking with us about what our, our respective companies do. Uh, and it looks like Maggie Bloodworth has raised her hand. Maggie is a new client of my company. Maggie, if you have a question, just chat it in. Uh, but in the meantime, Brian, I have a call today uh, that uh, I feel like really highlights the reason that you want to be prepared. You want to be practicing. You want to keep your skills sharp. This agent that we're going to listen to a great guy, one of my clients, but uh, he, we cannot see or hear you, Maggie. You're on a webinar. Uh, that's mm -hmm. okay. Um, we don't see or hear anybody but me and Brian because there's not enough air in the room for anybody but me and Brian. Right, Brian? Uh, only our, like, there's only enough space for our heads and egos and our, and enough air for us. Uh, anyway, this guy's great, uh, but 
he, you know, he's, he's, uh, I think he's around 18 million in terms of like pending closed so far this year as an agent, but totally gets caught off guard. And so we'll hear how he gets caught off guard. Uh, what, what do you have? Uh, or I'll play mine and then you, you two years. I'll, I'll prep mine. Perfect. All right, cool. So let me share my screen and get uh, this window out of the way. Share sound. Bear with us. Here we go. We'll start from the beginning. Can I help you? Uh, yes. Is that Lamakia? Uh, is this Ikea? No, it's uh, Lamakia. No, but he, I'm a real estate agent. Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? No, that was quick. Are you looking to buy or sell real estate, right? Uh, I have a question. Okay. Real estate. Uh, I was, uh, so which company you are? My name is and I own my own firm. Okay. So if somebody have a house for sale and you are the one, that's the agent who in charge to sell it, what is your commission? My commission is paid by the seller. I represent you, but my commission is paid by the seller. <laughs> now listen to what the guy says. Yes. Yeah. So what would be, what would be the percentage by the seller? Uh, usually two and a half percent, sometimes two percent, two and a half or three percent. Depends on every time it's a little bit different. Is there a particular, can I get your name, sir? Okay, good pivot. Uh, it's okay, it's okay, thank you. Okay. Hey, sir, can I ask you a uh, question? Do you, do you speak Spanish? Hello? I <laughs> a poquito. Oh, it means oh, a little, no. by the way, I know that word. Yeah, the guy doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> That's an odd question, why did he ask that? <laughs> because of the accent, I believe, uh, this agent was mis was assuming based on the accent and this agent also has somebody on his team who does speak Spanish. So I think okay. he was, so I think he does get several Spanish speaking people. And so I think he was trying to direct it that way to see if the person would be more comfortable with somebody who spoke Spanish, but it was a complete misfire. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to finish playing this out. Is English your first language? No, it's okay. Sir. Thank first? you very much. Okay. All right. So now this is the reason why I don't answer the commission question, right? Especially on a blind call uh, that is uh, a minute, uh, less than a minute into the conversation, I'm not answering the commission question. What about Brian? Looks like you disagree. No, um, case by case. Um, so I would have liked to known why he was concerned. I, I wouldn't have answered the question directly. I would have said, "Oh, cool. Out of curiosity, what uh, what's your question? What's your concern? Some something to get him talking, because I'm guessing where this person was going. And this is a guess. This is I'd have to do discovery to find it out. Is he is one of those people who thinks that if he goes directly to the seller, that he can somehow uh, save commission? Because otherwise, why do you care what the commission is if you don't have to pay it? Wait, I'm going to tell you why. This Please. guy is a seller. He has a house he wants to list for sale. Oh. He's like, he's so basic that he's like, well, let me call up an agent and see how much they charge because I want to sell my house. Okay. It's that simple, right? Okay. Now, here's the good story. The finisher to this is uh, after my client brought this call to our coaching session, we then listened to it, had a laugh, said, go give the guy another call. He gave him another call and got and booked a listing appointment with the guy. So nice. He's going out there hopefully to get the listing. But it was that basic. That's how so, basic a consumer's knowledge is sometimes. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, I think it's an important thing. I'll I'll just let you I'll let you script it and I'll script it. If someone says to me, what's your commission? 
where do you go? Yeah, so let's say that we just jumped to, uh, let's let's do the full role play just like this, right? Where cool. you're going to ask kind of a half-assed formulated question. You, you don't recognize my real estate company, right? Uh, so yeah. you say ring, ring, and I'll answer the phone. Ring, ring. Uh, hello, this is Dale with Amazing Realty. Hey, Dale, this is uh, Brian. Um, not familiar with Amazing Realty, but I'm considering listing a house, and I just want to know what you guys charge. Oh, okay, great. Well, good question. Uh, my question back to you would probably start with, what is it you're looking to have done? Uh, I want my house sold. Once your house sold. Okay, great. Well, there's a lot that goes into selling a house uh, around marketing and positioning and all the other services that we provide. So if you want to ask how much we charge, it really depends on what services we're doing for you or not doing for you. Um, can Makes I sense. ask what your first name is? Yes, Brian. Brian. Hey, Brian. Blah, blah, blah. Where's your house? How long have you been there? What has you thinking about selling? Blah, 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 blah. Right? Sure. And I'll, I'll give a similar but alternative script. So if you can just ring, ring me. Uh, ring, ring. Hey, this is Brian with Curtis Realty Group. How can I help? Uh, yeah, um, I haven't heard of uh, Curtis Realty Group, um, but uh, I, I have a question about real okay. estate. Which question? So if you're working for the seller, how much do you charge? That's a really great question. And I get that question all the time. And the answer is it varies. Um, out of curiosity, do you have about 30 or 45 minutes right now to chat? Uh, yeah, I wasn't quite planning on that. Uh, okay. I, I didn't figure you did, but if you did, then I did. So here's the reason I asked, because for me to answer that question directly, as far as the exact, I have to sh go over all the different things we offer because we have a variable commission based on what services you want. For me, the best way for me to do that is just come over, spend 30, 30 to 45 minutes at your house, give you an idea of the different things, and then you can pick whichever commission works best for you. Okay. Sounds good. Excellent. So, and I asked the 30 to 45 minute question because no one's going to say yes to that. Every once in a while, it might bite you in the ass. I'm not saying it won't, but. I tell you were, I can tell you were baiting me into a no, I don't have time for that, right? Do you yeah. have approximately one hour and 20 minutes uh, to be on a video call with me? Yeah. And, and I just made that up. I've never actually used that script, um, but that was an idea that just kind of came to me as Dale was talking. But you can go along the same line and say, look, I've got all kinds of different options. The best thing for me to do would be able to show you them in person. It's hard for me to explain that over the phone. I've got time on Tuesday or Wednesday. Which of those days would be better for me to come over and take a look at your house and then show you what the different options are working with us? Yeah. Some version of that. You know what I would say to everybody listening to this? I know that we have the whole, you know, NAR lawsuit um, that was just found uh, in favor of the plaintiffs. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. The only way that you can rattle off what your commission is, is if you have just one commission that you charge everybody regardless of what you're doing for them or not doing for them. And so in my mind, I'm genuinely not going to be able to answer your question because my commission is negotiable and it is variable and it really depends on what I'm doing for you or not doing mm -hmm. for you, right? Yeah. And so I don't have an answer for you. And if I did have an answer for you, that would mean that I'm basically a me too agent who's charging you one number because I'm just charging that number because everybody else does. Right. So yeah. that's obviously not where we need to be. And I don't know if you saw this video by uh, shit, Douglas Elliman, the Douglas Elliman CEO completely shit the bed on national television. I haven't seen I, this. Oh my God. I'm going to play. I got to play. We got to get this because it's, I believe that it's sort of the, 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 the warning. It's like, 
if you can't do better than this, you should not be selling real estate, period. It's terrible. Uh, and so we all have to use it as a cautionary tale. Be able to do better than this in articulating your value and what services you provide and what valuable impact that makes for a consumer. Okay. Is it about six days ago, about a five minute video? Okay. I got to watch that. I'm not familiar with it, but it just. Jesse Zagorski, was it Jesse Zagorski? No, um, shit. Jesse Bodwine posted it. Oh, Jesse, good guy. Yep. Yeah, he Jesse. Was like, he was yeah. like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> so I watched it and I was like, oh, this is a dumpster fire, like going over a cliff with a boatload of nuns attached to it. Like, it's so bad. Awesome. Yeah. Please let us know how to find. Okay, so I, I'll tell you how to find that video. Google Douglas Elman CEO and then click on videos and about, and it's in there. Yeah, he was on like CNN or CNBC or something like that. Yep. So it, it's in there. Total shit show. <laughs> Sorry, we'll have to beep this out for the kids at home. That's right. We have the uh, we have the PG thirteen version, and then we have the the, the G version. Will never that's how, exist. That's how, <laughs> so... bad this, that's how bad this guy butchered it that it causes me to curse. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, Dale, I also have a call today, and. Um, there's a couple of things that it's not even the calls only a minute and 30 seconds long. And the reason it's only a minute, 30 seconds long, in my opinion, is the agent gave up. And so I, you know, my, my message here is don't give up, do all the things that Dale and I talk about, follow the no, there's a objection, not really an objection, but uh, an information is provided about the fact that he has an agent. And so just want to listen to this and get an idea of, I feel like a lot of people give up and this is what this call feels like to me. So I just thought it was a, a good opportunity to demonstrate th there might've been some extra room here to go to places and we don't know. And the truth of the matter is there might not have been, but once again, we don't know because we didn't ask the questions and I forgot to share my sound. That's why I turned that back off. Okay. Grab a drink while you're doing this. Okay, cool. I can still hear you. Still hear you. Excellent. Yes, hello. Hi, so were you trying to get some info about a property? Um, which property? Well, Realtor.com just connected you to me because I'm local, and so they okay. said that you were just inquiring about property in Northwest Arkansas. Okay, so mm, okay. let's uh, let's pause, and I can't see my yeah. 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 What, there was no what, more there was no more info. I don't know if there was or not. But that's not the problem in my mind. The problem in my mind is we did no intro script. The guy had no idea who they were. They had no idea why I was calling. And she cleaned it up. But wouldn't it have just been easier to say, hey, this is Susie with uh, Curtis Realty Group. Realtor.com asked me to reach out to you about an inquiry about buying some property in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how can I help? Some version of that, you know, since we don't have a specific property, I can't set an appointment. You know, would you like to go see the house? And, and this happens. Like, sometimes you're not going to have that in front of you. And Dale and I talk about this all the time. Just pretend every single time the phone rings or every time you have to make an outgoing call that you're driving down the road, don't have access to the Internet. Right. And then what would you do? And, you know, so that, that that was the first thing I was like, you've got we've got to come in 
set the frame about who's in charge of this phone call and let the person know that you're a realtor. And I know that's weird because I think, you know, I don't know about it in your state, but in my state, blind advertising is illegal. What does that mean? It means you have to say you're a realtor when you advertise something. What's the significance of that? It used to be an advantage to not be a realtor. Today, there's so many other spam callers. You're, You're a refreshing person to talk to. Yes. You're, you're, you're not selling me health insurance that I already have. You're not selling me car and warranty already. I mean, we used to be at the bottom of the barrel and thank God we've moved up a couple steps. Right. So you got to tell people you're a realtor because maybe they're interested in buying and selling property. And if you don't tell them that yes. you're missing an opportunity. So yeah, interesting perspective. I got two things to say about that. Perfect. Yes. And so many spam callers now are using either they, they say, uh, Hey, Brian, how's it going? no intro, nothing else. Or they say, uh, hi, Brian, this is so-and-so, how's your day, right? They're using that salutation mm-hmm. where they say who they are and they use a salutation. So in a lot of cases, we're finding that it just makes a lot more sense for me to say, match the, uh, let's do a ring ring, Brian. Okay, ring ring. I'm gonna ring ring you. Okay. Ring ring. Hello, this is Brian. Hello, Brian. This is Dale Archdeacon with Amazing Realty. You registered on my website to look at homes for sale. Just wanted to see if you're planning on buying in the next few months or if you're just window shopping at this point. Or ring, ring, Brian. This is Brian. Hey, Brian. This is Dale Archdeacon with Amazing Realty. Uh, Looks like you spoke with my partner, Tom, probably three or four months ago. At that time, you said you weren't looking to purchase. I just wanted to reach out and see if anything had changed for you in the past couple months. Right? So here's what that is. There's no salutation. It's who I am, why I'm calling, and what I want to know, right? All up front, super easy. So he he can follow along because those are the three things he wants to know. Who are you? Why are you calling me? And what do you want? Yeah, and I've been on the other end of this call, not from, not from a real estate, although probably from real estate too, but um, I've been on the other end of this call and once somebody finally got around to telling me who they were, I was like, oh, I do want to talk to this person. Yeah. So you can't trick them anymore. I mean, eventually you're going to have to tell them it's about real estate. So I, lead with it. And I love what I, Dale did there. I want to point out a couple of things about that script. You registered a few months ago on my website or you registered this morning or whatever. What you're saying to them is, of course, I'm reaching out to you because you registered. So of course I would reach out to you. I'm not spamming you. I'm not blowing you up. You registered. I might, well, no, no, I didn't. Okay. Well, somebody did. And I, let me just apologize. I don't know. Sometimes people give me bad information. That being said, are you guys looking to make a move sooner? Or would you just be window shopping? Right. You know, I can still clean it up. So anyway, but let's listen a little bit more of this because it gets a little bit more interesting in my oh, mind. Wait, wait, I want to make a okay. special announcement, Brian. Please. I've Make just it. decided that we need to have a drinking game. So we have an official <laughs> drinking game. Every time Brian says realtor, you take a oh, shot. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pointing that because we get comments on YouTube about Brian saying uh, realtor. Oh, okay. Maggie's laughing. Look at we got mm. people chatting in that they're laughing. So every time Brian says realtor, you take a shot. All right, everybody. All right, hey, fans out there. Hey. A realtor. Realtor. There we go. Realtor. Good. I want to say something in my defense because I have to now. Please. As soon as you sell more houses than me, you can tell me how to pronounce the word. (laughs) That's so funny. I'm just I'm just kidding. But here's what here's actually what I want to say. Stop focusing on stuff that doesn't matter, guys. 
If you want to make fun of me, go for it. I'm I'm a big boy. I got big shoulders, and Dale can make Dale makes fun of me all the time. Just you guys, it's just not on the air, and that's fine. I appreciate that. We're good. But seriously, why is somebody so focused on something like that? Like, I I, you you must have more time than me if you're concerned about e- either my grammar or my pronunciation. By the way, I spell really poorly too. You know, I'll still Brian, sell more houses than you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining all the YouTube comments from this one alone. Oh people, God, people are gonna we're gonna post, slay me. <laughs> I know. In post production, I think I'm gonna have like a little like cheers glass go off every time you say realtor. You know, it's and it, it feel free. I'm good. I don't care. Make fun of me. I, I love it. It's great. I actually had somebody correct me who was going to be a potential coach coaching client, and it blew so much rapport with me. I'm like, we're talking about high performance and doing, and they're like, well, you said the word wrong. I'm like, oh well, the, the, I, you're right. You're I'm not I'm not the coach for you. <laughs> so all right, all right, all right. Thank, enough, thank enough, you, poke, enough poking the bear. Let's listen to the uh, to the call. I'm going to listen to this real tour. Say some more stuff. <laughs> um, um, I've been a little bit off that in the past week or so, but um, um, nothing in particular. Um, um, I was able to connect with with a with a um, I'm a local realtor, and he was able to help me out. But um, I think him and I decided that we weren't going to move forward with looking at properties until January. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you were able to get some help and you're going to wait around a little bit until January. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, I'm glad that somebody was able to connect with you. Okay. So you can hear she gave up, right? Congratulations. What's that? We need to discuss that because that is not the correct way to handle that. Not the correct way to handle that. Uh, at its most basic. So what, what we teach is uh, we usually say to a student, Hey, when do you want somebody to buy or sell a house? And if their answer is anything other than right now, we correct them. It's right now is when you want them to buy or sell a house. Did this guy say he was going to buy or sell a house now? No. Why not? Why isn't he going to buy or sell a house now? It's like super basic training. Right. So I'll give you the actual script that I would use in this scenario. Oh, I don't know the guy's name. Everybody's Bob. If you I don't know your name, by the way. So Bob, out of curiosity, what's the benefit of waiting to January for you? There you go. Right. And here's hey, the thing. He might have Bob. a real reason. Yeah. Oh, got it, Bob. What's important about buying in January or next spring or whatever the hell he said. Right. And here's the thing. I don't know what that other agent said. That other realtor could have given him some fabulous advice. He could have, he or she could have given this person really bad advice. Like, oh, the interest rates are going to drop after the first year is what my other agent told me. Oh, okay. Well, I'd like to get access to their crystal ball. But, and yeah, I want to know why. I want to know what the benefit is. I want to know because I might be able to say, you know what, that's that you know, you know, there's some opportunity there. Let me ask you this: if I if I had some off-market inventory that was available right now, which definitely won't be available in January, is that something that might interest you? That's just something off the top of my head. We do we we have we have a pretty decent list of off off-market inventory. So things like that are are can be really powerful for for that. But we have no idea. All we did is congratulate them on not working with us. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I know. So, you know. I was doing a training today um, for follow up boss. And uh, this is something that we've been training on lately. Are, are we going to listen to more of this call or should I start? Because yeah. there's, there's 37 seconds left. Let's listen to the rest of it and, and then move on. All right. You, um, I will send you my info after we get off the phone. So just in case something happens and you need some other help. 
Um, I'll be around. Okay. Like I say, I'm local as well. So I'll send you my info in case you need anything. Call me. Okay. Right on. I appreciate that. Um, uh, what's your name, man? My name is Lisa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that went about as good as my dating efforts in the early 20s, right? Uh, just uh, a Hail Mary. Uh, no, maybe you'll call me if you change your mind or don't find a better option. I don't right. Know, right. I understand. I understand you already have a boyfriend and that you love him very much. Um, but here's my phone number in case he changes. In, in, in case. Yeah. You, you remember me, that random person who gave you their phone number that you had no passing interest in. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, you know, I, I think there's room for training. I would there say. absolutely, there absolutely is. And, and uh, awesome. Okay. So I, I just, I want everybody to understand that the, what's the hardest part of, of lead generation today, in your opinion, Dale? One is getting somebody to answer the phone. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, you were looking for that one. Okay. Because here's the reality. You know this. We were, let's say, five, six, seven years ago. I don't know the exact date. We were in the range of probably 17, 18% answer rate. That sound right to you? Mm-hmm. We're yeah. at seven, six and 7% today. It's pretty low. When you get somebody on the phone, don't quit. Make them hang up on you. And I, I, that's an extreme thing, but because it might be another... 15 minutes of dialing the phone before anybody even picks it up. Right. Exactly. So yeah. this guy, this guy was available and talking uh, and we just lost a lot of opportunity to be able to ask the guy questions, figure out how he's solving his own problem uh, and whose advice he's using to do so, which you pointed out, Brian, right? We, we need to unpack that stuff. I, I'll, yeah. This is what I was going to pontificate about, and we're, we're running Please. out of time, but I was doing a training for follow-up boss today, and I've been doing this training lately about waiting for spring, you know, the objection waiting for spring, mm-hmm. um, and the process that we use for breaking that down and understanding what somebody, where somebody's head's at when they say that, whether it's because of interest rates or the market or inventory or holidays or whatever it is. And when I when, invariably, when I teach it, the process that I teach is... Uh, you're going to unpack them first. You know how we talked about, well, ask the guy why he's buying in the spring, right? Why he's waiting. But from there then, you know, you're unpacking it and you you want to understand like, what's his perspective here? What does he think he's going to get out of it? What's his experience with doing it that way, if at all, right? Where's he getting his information from? All these kind of questions that I try to teach people to ask, the problem is that they don't ask these things and they don't really break it out. Maybe they'll ask one discovery question, maybe two if they're really sharp, and then they immediately roll into trying to close somebody. So what my experience has been in training lately is that there is a massive lack of focus for salespeople on how to really unpack a prospect before you start trying to teach them something or change their mind. Uh, it's something that we really have to work on a lot. You know, it's funny, Dale, both you and I run a, a mastermind or do a, do a, some training right before this call. So oddly enough, I had a very similar scenario. It's a little bit of a shift, but it's the same thing. We give people some great scripts on here, in my opinion. And I think you would agree with that. We give great examples of what to say. Here's what I see people do. They take it and it becomes a tell. And here's what I mean by that. Hey, it's too expensive to buy a house right now. Oh, I know that objection handler. Let me talk for the next seven minutes right. and tell you all the reasons you're wrong. Yeah. That's not selling. That's telling. 
And guess what? So, you know, this is an idea like I, we did this. Is rent going to go up or down is a great question. Based, I, so this is a question we were talking about. So demand for rent is going up because less people can buy houses. Do you agree with that client? Well, yeah, that sounds right. So as demand goes up, what do you think is going to happen to the cost of rent? Is it going to go up? Is it going to stay down or, or stay the same or is it going to go down? Well, it's going to go up. Guys, if I tell someone that rent's going to go up, they're not going to believe me. If I ask them a question that I just asked them, they go, oh, rent's obviously going to go up. Stop trying to tell everybody everything. Ask them more questions. Figure out what they're thinking. They might think, oh, Brian, that means rent's going to go down. Okay, well, that doesn't make any sense, but at least I know where I'm having a conversation <laughs> about. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, ask are, more questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I know ask more questions. And what you said is right. I think that Frankly, in a lot of cases, people don't know what question to ask, or they don't know how to figure out or, or think of the questions that need to be asked, if that makes sense, Brian, right? So mm -hmm. one of the things that we I've, I've developed this thing called the question game, which is nice. we require somebody, we just read an objection, we require them to ask a direct question into the face of that objection. It's one way that I found of teaching how to figure out what question to ask. And then I also <clears throat> have just started developing this uh, another game to play in the face of an objection. Uh, we will play. You ask me questions until you can't think of any more questions. And then you're going to tell me what you know about me. Nice. Yeah. As a way of like, that's one of the things I have to use as a teaching aid. Sometimes when I'm role playing with people and we're working on objections specifically and you're working with that salesperson who's super limited in their perspective and they start closing very quickly. And when immediately when they start to close, I say, stop, what do you know about me? And they're like, uh, I know your name and you want to buy a house. <laughs> like, You don't know anything else about me, right? Or yeah. what do you know about that objection? What do you know about why I'm saying I'm not going to do this or that, right? Yeah. And they're totally like, I don't know. Good. That's right. why you failed. Start over again. Yeah. And think about this, guys. How many times do people close the wrong objection? Oh, over lot. and over and over again. And their objection handler is brilliant. I think it was just the wrong. It was just the answer to the wrong question. I think you just described my marriage uh, and sometimes my parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have the ability to go down that road, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Not my area of expertise, by the way. <laughs> So, and I am happily married for the record. I'm not trying to say that, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's much easier to sell stuff, in my opinion, than being relationships. So, sell stuff. <laughs> so, anyway, awesome call today, Dale. I appreciate you and uh, really good insight. I love this idea at the at the end. In the face of an objection, what questions are you going to ask? That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right. Well, good seeing everybody. Cash call back again for another week. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we didn't drop our emails in the chat. Uh, I'm just going to say mine uh, while you. I'm just, I'll, I'll talk, I'm going to put the easiest way to get a hold of me is you can directly text me at this phone number. And it's not a, it's not my cell phone. I go, it'll, I'll get it. But that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, the reason I don't like email is because I get too many of them. So um, uh, I'll put that in there. Feel free to text that mess number and someone will reach out to you and answer whatever questions you have. And same, I'm assuming the same with you, Dale. Someone emails you and yeah. 
I drop my email in there. Somebody manages my email inbox for me because I just don't and don't read them. Uh, but if yes. email, <laughs> Jeannie, my assistant, will grab that email, we'll send it to sales, and they'll get you taken care of. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for joining us for Cash Call, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Dale. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com, and we'll be back again next week.